السلام عليكم
يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم فشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار وانما توعدون الات وما نكتب بمعجزين اللهم we praise we praise him and we thank him and we seek refuge in him from the evil of our own souls and the evil of our actions whomsoever he guides none can misguide him and whomsoever he leads astray none can guide to the truth and I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship but God Almighty alone and that Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him is his slave and messenger O you who believe be mindful of Allah as he should be minded do not die except as Muslims O mankind be mindful of your Lord who created you from one soul and from that soul created his mate and from those two spread many men and many women be mindful of the wounds that bore you be mindful of those you ask your rights from for indeed Allah is ever watchful over you O you who believe be mindful of Allah and speak the truth he will guide you to righteous deeds forgive you of your sins and whosoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has achieved the greatest mission. The best of speech is Allah's speech. The best of guidance is Muhammad's guidance. And the worst of affairs are those newly introduced. And everything newly introduced is an innovation. And every innovation in faith goes astray. And everything which goes astray leads one to the hellfire. And that which we were promised will come to pass. And there's nothing that can be done to prevent it. Abdullah ibn Musr radiallahu ta'ala anhu in a hadith collected by Imam Ahmed in his Musnad narrates that one day the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting in his masjid and two Bedouin men came in فَجَاءَهُ أَعْرَابِيَانِ فَقَالُوا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ الشَّغَالِعَ الْإِسْلَامِ قَدْ كَدْوَعْتِ فَبَاهُمْ these two men, two Bedouin men came to the Prophet وسلم, and they said, O Messenger of Allah, the legislation, the rules of Islam are so much. We want a door that we can cling to that's comprehensive. The Prophet وسلم, said, لا Never allow your tongue to cease being moist with the remembrance of Allah. This hadith shows us a few things. It shows us that the narrators were cognizant of the people that were being that were asking the Prophet why would they mention that the two men were Bedouins? They would mention that not to denigrate them, but because the Bedouins were known for being straightforward getting right to the point. And they used to love that someone would come from the Badia, come from the desert and ask the Prophet ﷺ, because the people that were with him were shy in front of him. The Sahaba in Medina used to sit in front of the Prophet ﷺ, and they were so still that it was as if they had birds sitting on their heads, trying not to move. 
So we have Fawqah. It was a celebration. If someone came out of the desert to ask something. So these two men, they come and they ask the Prophet Islam. The legislation, the rules of Islam, they're many. So a door that we can cling on to is comprehensive. Imagine if you're in the middle of a flood. And you're in the street, where's the first thing you're going to think to do? You're going to rush home for your family. What's the first thing you're going to grab onto? If the floodwaters pull you away, you're going to grab onto the front of your door. You're going to try and grab onto something that's going to get you into the house and get you to safety. What's that thing that each and every one of us can grab onto? Dhikrillah. The remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لا يزال لسانك رقبا بذكرillah. Never allow your tongue to cease being moist with the remembrance of Allah. Now this khutbah is not about the remembrance of Allah in particular. But it's about a mindset that many of us have about who we are as individuals. It's a mindset that many of us have about who we are as Muslims, as Muslims, and inshallah as we develop and become Muslims. Notice that they didn't complain about what they had to do. They didn't ask the Prophet to make the five salawat too, or to allow them to not fast from Allah. Or to give them some other special dispensation. They simply said, there's a lot to do. Give us one thing that we can hold on to. Notice that the Prophet ﷺ gave them something that was small, or seemed small. But over the course of time, over those moments, those minutes and those seconds, that you're remembering Allah, you're continuously strengthening your connection to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't think of yourself as someone who because the rules of Islam are a lot, that you can't be a good Muslim. We have this issue in our community. We use this term a lot, right? Parents will come to me, Joe, uh, I need you to teach my children how to be good Muslims. Now, usually what they mean is, I need you to teach my children how to listen to me. That's all good Muslim means to them. Teach them Islam, whoa, slow down. We want to be good Muslims, but not extreme. That's another problem we have, where we look at religiosity as some form of, ext- of extremes. But being a good Muslim, what does that even mean? You don't have to live up to a standard which is unattainable. But you have to simply maintain the basics and slowly build yourself. And this is the difference between what they call a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. The fixed mindset says that you can't change. That you are who you are and you will never change. You were created that way. You're a bad person, you're a bad person forever. You're a good person, you're a good person forever. Someone's better than you, they'll be better than you forever. Someone's worse than you, they'll be worse for you forever. And you yourself are going to have all of the problems that you face forever. And that is a satanic mindset. That 
is the mindset that Shaytan himself used in trying to justify his position over Adam. You created me from fire, and you created him from clay. We are both fixed in time, fixed in essence and in substance, but I'm better than him. Is that sort of mindset escapable? No. Because can you change how you were created? Can you change the place that you were born? Can you change anything about yourself? Without going to artificial measures, obviously. No. So you're stuck in time and in place and in attitude and in emotion and in faith. And that is the wrong mindset to have. The fixed mindset says that you just need to document your life. You don't need to develop it. To develop it. But the growth mindset says that I might be at a bad place right now, but I can become better and better and better. And I might fall off and then I come back. The Prophet said, Lola Allah If you didn't sin, Allah would rid the earth of you. Then you would bring about people who would sin and then seek forgiveness. And then you wouldn't So life is a process, it's about development. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, knowledge is through learning and forbearance, extreme patience, is by being extremely patient, being put in those situations and bearing it. So whoever seeks good will come to it. And whoever protects himself from evil shall be protected. So we have to develop a growth mindset about ourselves and about our faith and specifically about how we practice Islam. Now I want to relate this to something that we do in our community. Notice that those two Bedouin men, they didn't say that they were somehow worse off because they were Bedouin. They simply were, it was a noticeable trait about them. But they asked about something that they could do consistently and the Prophet ﷺ gave them something that they could do on a regular basis. The most beloved deeds to Allah are those done consistently, even if small. Now many of us are still coming down off of our Ramadan time. It's been two months since Ramadan, right? Because Eid al-Adha is two months and ten days after Ramadan. And after Ramadan, what does everybody start to do? We all hear all these lamentations, right? On the Manarib, on Facebook, in, 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 in our social settings. Oh, Ramadan's over, subhanAllah. Oh, I wish I had been better in Ramadan. When will the next Ramadan be? 
Imagine if I told you that there are days that are better than Ramadan. There's a time that you can do good deeds that you will get a greater reward than Ramadan. See, the fixed mindset even becomes fixed for us in our acts of worship. We start thinking the only time of the year for forgiveness is Ramadan. The only time of the year for zakat is Ramadan. The only time of the year for salatah is Ramadan. The only time of the year for Qiyam and Layl is Ramadan. And we stick all of our deen. If we can put heads in Ramadan, we put heads in Ramadan too. Because we're trying, we're becoming in that fixed mindset. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed for us throughout the year many different opportunities to be forgiven, to gain knowledge of Him, of His religion, to increase our, to increase our faith and connect our hearts to Him. The Prophet the Prophet said that he in our fast, there are no days in which good deeds are better than these ten days. Which ten days? The ten days starting inshallah on Monday. Which inshallah will be the first of the Hijrah. Today is the 28th. And so inshallah on Monday will be the, 20, the first of the Hijrah. Those first ten days, anything that you do will be multiplied by 700%, as Ibn Abbas had said. These are the days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about in Surah Al-Qaj, when He said, For them is to remember Allah in known days. And Allah says, By the morn, by the morning, and by the ten nights, meaning the ten nights of the nature. أقول ما تسمعون واستغفر الله في وسائل المسلمين كل نبي استغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. That's after that, 
what's one thing that I can do every single day that will make a difference in my life and the life of, some, of someone else? And I'm doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A fixed mindset says, everybody left for Hajj. There's no good for me. Everyone's there at Hajj getting, getting the rewards. What's left for me? The growth mindset says, let me think of the Prophet ﷺ. What did he say? He said, من صلى الفجر في جماعة ثم ذكر ثم جلس يذكر الله حتى يطلب الشمس فصلى ركعتين كتبت له حجة وعمر تام 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 The Prophet ﷺ said, whoever prays Fajr in the congregation go to the Masjid and pray Fajr and then sits and remembers Allah until the sun rises and then prays to Rakhah he will have the reward of Hajj and Umrah complete, complete, complete. So you can be at Hajj too. Every day for 10 days. But you have to think of yourself as growing into that. Don't think of yourself as missing out. You can say to yourself, I've lost so many other opportunities. I'm so busy in life. What can I do to become a quote-unquote good Muslim? Remember that it's not about all of the extra things. Maybe what you need to do in these 10 days is not fixate on what you're not doing, but make a plan to grow into what you can do. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah said in the Hadith Qudsi, مَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِ بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا تَوَقْتُهُ My slave never comes closer to me with something more beloved than that which I have obligated So say to yourself, you know what? I'm not a big piano player guy. I'm broke. I've got a lot of things to do. But I'm going to do one thing for 10 days, and that is I'm going to pray on time for every single prayer. Get my prayer act out. I'm going to get my time chart and a tie string around my finger. I'm going to do something. But I'm going to pray because I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless me and increase me in blessings. A lot of us say, as I mentioned, we think that the forgiveness of Ramadan is gone. We fix it, our fixed mindset puts us at we can only be forgiven in Ramadan. Do you know that the Prophet ﷺ, he said, There is not a day in which Allah frees more necks from the hellfire than the day of Arafah, the ninth day of the nature, the day right before Eid. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also said, Siyam yawmi Arafah, to kefir al-sanat al-maliyah wa al-baqiyah. Fasting the day of Arafah forgives the sins of this year and the previous year. So the year you're in and the previous year. So two years. Don't think that you only have to wait another nine months for you to be forgiven. There are opportunities abound at every place and in every time. And even the greatest thing that you can do in these ten days is come to the realization that you might say to yourself, you know what, I go to the masjid, listen to the khutbah, I hear that there's times to pray, there's times to make dua. What are some of the blessed times to make dua on Friday, today, during rain? during sujood, in the middle of the night, between the adhan and the ikhama, several other times that we can make dua and we can 
But there's an even more special time that your dua can be answered. When you come to the realization that any time you need Allah, He is there for you. That any time you reach out to Him, He will answer your prayers. It takes a sincere heart and initiative. Don't fix, don't fix your mind that you have to wait for something. If you turn your heart, your heart towards Allah, Allah will turn towards you. If you go towards Him a handstand, He will come towards you in arms. If you go to Him walking, He will come to you running. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ When my slaves ask you, that I am near. I answer the call of those when they call on me. Allah Mafilana Allah forgive us of our sins and our transgressions and our affairs. And make our feet firm, Ya Allah, O Lord of the world. Allah give us the strength to have to do good deeds in these ten days. Allah give us the strength to do good deeds in these ten days. Allah give us the strength to do good deeds in these ten days. Allah give us the blessing of having our next street from the hellfire. Allah give us the blessing of having our next street from the hellfire. Allah free us from the hellfire and enter us into your paradise in which there is what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and what has never crossed the heart of man. Allah bless us in this deed of Allah that's coming up. Allah write the blessings for us and our families. Write the blessings for us and our communities. Write the blessings for us in the cities that we live in in all cities around the world. O Allah, make this Eid al-Adha one of barakah, one of blessing, of nasr, and victory. O Allah, make it a blessing and victory for those who are weakened and in need of your help around the world. O Allah, bless us to be able to use our ulkhiyah, to use our qurbani, to feed the hungry, to heal the sick, and to give support to those who need support on this blessed day of Eid. O Allah, make us from amongst those who remember you much, who seek you much, and who when they call upon you, you answer them. عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العزيز الجليل يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنع